All right, let's get right to it. This is the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine. Woody is here. Hey, Woody. Woof. Woody says woof. Woody says there's a lot of news right now. There is a lot going on. So let's get right into it. Last night, Biden and Trump had their competing town hall debates. Now, here's going into it what happened. You probably already know this story, but they were supposed to have an in-person debate. But since Trump came down with the coronavirus, the debate council committee suggested or changed the rules to say we're going to do virtual one. And Trump said, no, rightfully so. Trump should not have done the virtual one because that would have given Biden an edge up. So instead, Biden went ahead and stuck to the date and worked the deal with ABC to do a town hall. So Trump did the same thing with, uh, it was NBC? NBC or ABC, I can't remember which one. So the question going in is a lot of people were debating this. Was it a good move on Trump's part? Was it a good move on Trump's part to to maybe outrate Biden? And we don't see the ratings. We don't have the ratings in yet. They'll be in pretty soon, probably by the time I'm even done with this podcast. But but the 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 fear was that Trump would take away eyeballs from Biden's town hall and they wouldn't see his cognitive decline. You know, my argument was, now I don't think that's the case because there's going to be plenty of video, but the argument back to that was, yeah, but the media, the mainstream media is dishonest and they won't show it. A lot of validity to that. However, it turns out it was a great move on Trump's part, holding the town hall at the same time Biden was holding his town hall because what it did is it fractured the electric. Now, this is a base election. There are people that are going to vote for Trump. There are people that are going to vote for Biden. And if, if one of, a lot of those Biden people watch Trump, it was red meat for them because they love Savannah Guthrie attacking him. If a lot of Trump people watch Biden, it was red meat for them because they saw his cognitive decline. Yes, it was there. I know a lot of people are saying it wasn't, but trust me, it was. I'm going to play some audio. And if you watch this segment on YouTube, you're going to see the YouTube. By the way, you can go to my YouTube channel. I have it up there. I have two videos. I have one that's just 60 seconds and one that's like two minutes and 38 seconds that show you Biden tiring out. And I'm going to play that later on in the show as well. So you've got that going into the town halls. And now the town halls are over. What happened? Well, <clears throat> Savannah Guthrie was very combative with Trump. In fact, it was kind of weird. She had this smile with her teeth showing while she was going after Trump. And you can, a tone in her voice was attacked. Tone. So Trump, he's a fighter. And they know this. The media knows this. So they were goading Trump. But it doesn't work. I mean, Trump is Trump. I mean, he's going to fight back. And what they're trying to do is get him to say something stupid. He didn't say anything stupid. He just didn't. Now, I know a lot of you will disagree because you're a leftist, but, I, but on Biden's side, he said a lot of stupid stuff, and we're going to get into that too. So, and then you got Snuffleupagus over there at ABC. I'm sorry, Trump was on NBC. Uh, Biden was on ABC. On ABC, basically throwing softball questions. So that was to be expected. So did it change anybody's opinion of the election? No, it didn't. The idea here is how do you get your base to not vote? Not your base, I'm sorry. How do you get the other guy's base to not vote? Trump's strategy is to disenfranchise Biden's base. Biden's strategy is to show everybody he's not Trump. Those are your two competing strategies for this election because this is a base election. So Biden's trying to get all these people, you know, Trump's base to basically be disenfranchised. Say, I'm not voting for that crass, vulgar man, orange man bad. And then Trump's strategy is, um, get Biden's base, not, not to not vote for him for his uh, cognitive decline issues. Oh, they don't care about that. They, the left simply do not care about that. He's going after the far left, 
the ones that are glommed on to the new Green Deal, the ones that hate fracking. He's going for that. And Biden, even in his uh, town hall, said he's not banning fracking. He's not against fracking. So that, that's where you get your competing strategies going on for the, this election right now. But let's get into it. So I'm going to start with Trump. So Trump is, you know, Guthrie is just in attack mode. Here, here's Guthrie tr getting, trying to get Trump to denounce QAnon, okay, or QAnon, or however you say this thing, QAnon, and uh, Trump doesn't take the bait, and she tries and tries to take the bait, and then she even tries to say, well, you're hearing it from me, and Trump says, well, why should I believe you? Something to the effect. Listen, listen for yourself. Let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring, and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all say that that is completely not true? So disavow QAnon in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing they about it. it if you like me to run by the study the subject, I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left, and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are, and I know how they're burning down cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is nuts, and real leaders call conspiracy theories conspiracy theories. He may be Why right. not just say it's crazy and not true? He may be right. I just don't know about QAnon. You do know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you another thing. It. Let's waste the whole show. Uh, you start off with white supremacy, I denounce it. You start off with something else, let's go. Keep asking me these questions. Okay. I but do have one more. Let me, just, let me just tell you, what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with that. But they're not a satanic uh, pedophile. I have no idea. I know you nothing about You don't know that? that? Okay. No, I don't know you that. You just this week. do you know that. Okay, just this week. Why, you why are you asking me about... Antifa, why aren't you asking me about just, the radical you, Why aren't you asking Joe Biden questions about why doesn't he condemn Antifa? Why does he say it doesn't exist? Because you're Antifa knows it. <laughs> so cute. Antifa exists. They're vicious, they're violent, they kill people, and they're burning down our cities. And they happen to be radical left. I actually think Trump did extremely well there. I mean, he completely turned it around and brought up and made it about Antifa. Mo majority of that conversation was about Antifa. I'm not even sure Savannah Guthrie got that, but it's true. And QAnon, now that we know how to say it, uh, you know, I know probably about as much as Trump knows about QAnon. It's not something I follow. It's not something I've researched, but I do as well as he's aware that they're against pedophilia. That's not a bad thing. The other conspiracy stuff, I don't know. So he answered that, in my opinion, perfectly. I mean, perfectly. So, but notice the combative nature. No, if you're watching this on video, you notice the combat of nature. If you're listening to this, you can still even hear it in their voices. So, it, and it was throughout the whole night. And here, here's another clip where Trump rips Pelosi for stalling on the stimulus bill. And of course, uh, <clears throat> Guthrie tries to turn that around as well. His question was, a 
second stimulus payment has been broadly agreed upon by the Republicans and Democrats, and yet now we're in October and it's still not passed. Why was a second stimulus payment has been broadly agreed upon by the Republicans and Democrats, and yet now we're in October and it's still not passed. Why not use your office to make the second stimulus payment a separate targeted emergency relief package to help Americans weather the pandemic? Yeah, we've actually passed three packages, but when we're on our fourth, and I agree with him 100%. He should vote for me. The problem you have is Nancy Pelosi. She couldn't care less about the worker. She couldn't care less about our people. And we should have a stimulus. And I want a stimulus. The Republicans will approve a stimulus. The problem is she doesn't want to do it because she thinks it's, thinks it's bad for her election. The, the fact is, she's wrong. Because people know she's in our way. She's not approving it. She doesn't appreciate our people. And she doesn't approve, appreciate at all our workers. Nancy Pelosi, we are ready to sign and pass stimulus, but she's got to do not love And I love how Trump, the, the guy who asked the question, how Trump says, hey, I agree with him and he should vote for me. That was masterful. So again, you can hear the aggressive nature in Savannah Guthrie. And I mean, it's just uh, getting to the point where the media is so out against this president that... Yeah, it's going to turn voters off. I mean, it's, it, it's, they don't even get how they're driving voters straight to this precedent. They don't get it, and thank God they don't. Now, here, here's another clip where Guthrie is asking about the, trans, the, the peaceful transfer of power. Take a, take a listen to this one. But it's sort of ironic that you and them talk about the peaceful transfer when I spent three and a half years fighting off these maniacs, and now it turns out, everything's there, that they were the ones that dealt with Russia, and it's too bad. But okay. peaceful transfer, I absolutely want that, but ideally I don't want to transfer because I want to win. Okay. Again, just masterful on Trump's part, too. I mean, I love how he called a maniac. So I'm all, you know, I... I Again, didn't really watch the full thing last night uh, because you know, it was late and I went to bed, to be honest with you. So I woke up this morning reading people talking about how Trump was um, aggressive. And I'm like, wait a minute, look at what he is up against. You can't tell me that this is, this is not a fight, that the media is not fighting on Trump. They are. They are absolutely fighting. So so here, let me end on a lighter note for the Trump town hall. Uh, when a lady got up and said this. Thank you. Good evening, Mr. President. Thank you, Thank you very much. I have to say, you have a great smile. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, you guys, you're so handsome when you smile. Okay. All right. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is what the election is about. That's his base. And if they're going to get up, somebody to get up there and say what a great smile he has, I'm telling you, this is a base election. There's very few people in the middle of this. It's a base election. Now I'm going to do one last clip. And this is where President Trump denounces white supremacy. And how many times is he going to have to do this, right? You've done this to Why me does and everybody. It seem like I denounce white supremacy, okay? You did I've two denounced days later. white supremacy for years, but you always do it. You always start off with the well, question. You didn't ask Joe Biden whether or not he denounces Antifa. I watched him on the same basic show with Lester Holt. 
and he was asking questions like Biden was a child. Well, well so this so is a little you bit ready? of a dodge. Are you, wait, are you listening? I denounce white supremacy. Okay. What's your next question? Do you feel? Absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Just wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I guess this makes me a Trump sycophant, right? Because I thought he did phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal compared to Biden's. Uh, you know, here, there's a, before I get into Biden's, there, I went and looked fact checks, right? And they fact checked. Here's CNN facts first. Fact check. Competing town halls highlight Trump's dishonesty. So they fact-checked some of uh, what Trump did. Here it goes, coronavirus. Trump, 85% of people who wear masks get the coronavirus. And here's what CNN said. They said this claim is false. But then they go on to say about a study that what they say Trump's claim is false. A CDC study released in September did not say that 85% of people who wear masks get infected with coronavirus. Well, here's what they did say. It was a study of 154 people that said 85% said they wore a mask either always or often over the 14 days prior to the onset of their illness. That's where the 85% figure comes from. That's what Trump was talking about. But CNN facts checked this as false because see, they was trying to, they're trying to infer that Trump meant everybody. Well, you can't know that. They did a survey. CNN did a survey and found that 85% of the people that they did in this study, they did a study, it's not it's a study, that 85% were wearing masks. CNN may, totally off base on his fact check. So, and then here's another one, Trump, U.S. death from COVID will exceed $2 million. Trump, Trump claims uh, the U.S. was expected to lose 2.2 million people, maybe more than that, from the coronavirus. Facts first, CNN saying this is misleading. Trump is likely citing a report posted in March by scholars from the Imperial College in London that predicted a total of 2.2 million Americans could die from COVID-19 if no preventive measures were installed. Uh, yeah, that's what he just said. He said he installed some preventive measures from that prevented 2.2 million. Again, Back first, off base. Trump, Biden called him xenophobic. After an audience member asked a question that mentioned his travel ban on China, Trump repeated the assertion that he imposed a travel ban. He also claimed that Biden called him xenophobic and racist, racist over the policy. Here's what CNN had to say in their fact check. This is misleading. The phrase travel ban is an exaggeration, although it's not unreasonable for Trump to claim that Biden accused him of racism. Biden never explicitly linked the racism accusation to the travel restrictions. Really? Well, here's a tweet <laughs> from Donald Trump on March 18th of 2020. I always treated the Chinese virus very seriously and have done a very good job from the beginning, including my very early decision to close the borders from China against the wishes of almost all. Many lives were saved. The fake news, new narrative is disgraceful and false. Here is Biden's tweet in reply. Stop the xenophobic fear mongering. Be honest, take responsibility, do your job. So this is CNN, this is what they do. Uh, here's another fact check from CNN. Biden, Trump said injecting bleach will combat coronavirus. Biden claimed that Trump said injecting bleach could help combat the virus. Facts first, this is misleading. Biden was recalling a moment from a Trump briefing that attracted broad derision. Biden, however, overstated some of the specifics. Really? Because Trump never said that, by the way. He never said that. Uh, Biden, COVID vaccines haven't been tested on kids. Fact, 
uh, answering a question about vaccines, Biden talked about the coronavirus impact on children. Children are getting the virus, not with as serious consequences, but we haven't. There's been no studies done yet on vaccines for children, he said. Facts first, Biden is correct about research in the U.S., though a leading drug maker just this week revealed plans to include children in its vaccine research. So in other words, Biden was wrong, but CNN doesn't want to say that in their fact check. Biden, Redfield said masks should be more Redfield said masks would save more lives than a vaccine. Uh, Biden claimed that Dr. Robert Redfield, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, said wearing a mask would save more lives between now and the end of the year if we had a vaccine. Facts first. This goes beyond what Redfield said in congressional testimony. Testimony in September before Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on the Government's Response to Coronavirus, Redfield made headlines by first stating, I might even go so far to say that this mask, this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID than when I take the vaccine. So what were they, what were they, I mean, it goes beyond, are they saying he was right? Are they saying he was wrong? They don't say anything. Uh, it kind of, and, and it goes on. It, it's just nonsense. CNN is absolutely ridiculous. They're just ridiculous. So, all right. So Biden held his, and uh, I'm going to play a couple of videos, and then I'm going to play. A, you're going to hear some audio, and again, it, you can go to my YouTube page, and it's politics and brown liquor, and you could see the video that I put together showing Biden just kind of, just his, his energy just just drops. But here's Biden responding about court packing. I have not been a fan of pat co uh, court packing because I think it just generates what will happen. Every Whoever wins, it just keeps moving in a way that is inconsistent with what is going to be manageable. So you're still road. not a fan? Well, I'm not a fan. I then say uh, it depends on how this turns out, not how he wins, but how it's handled, how it's handled. But there's a number of things that are going to be coming up. And there's going to be a lot of discussion about other alternatives as well. What does that it, mean, how it's handled? How will that determine well, for, 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 for example, there's actually real live debate on the floor if people are really going to be able to have a time to go through this. You know, I don't know anybody who's gone on the floor and just, and you know, that's been a controversial justice in terms of making fundamentally altering the, the, the makeup of the court that's gone through in a day kind of thing. I mean, it depends on how much they rush this. And you think about it, George. Here you got a lot of people not being able to pay their mortgage, not being able to put food on the table, not being able to keep their business open, not being able to do anything to deal with what's going on in terms of the economy as a consequence of COVID and they have no time to deal with that, but they have time to rush this through. Well, right now, it looks like they're going to have a vote around Halloween. So if they vote on it That's before the election, day. if they vote on it before the election, you are open to expanding the court? I'm open to considering what happens from that point on. You know, you said so many times during the campaign, all through the course of your career, it's important to level with It is, American but George, if I, if I say, no matter what answer I gave you, if I say it, that's the headline tomorrow. It won't be about what's going on now, the improper way they're proceeding. But don't voters have a right to know where you they stand? They do have a right to know where I stand, and I'll have a right to know where I stand before they vote. So you'll come out with a clear position before Election Day? Yes, depending on how they handle this. Did you hear that? You want to talk weasel, wishy-washy, depending how they handle this, meaning Amy Coney Barrett's nomination? So in other words, what Joe just told you was that if she gets seated to the Supreme Court, he's not going to tell you one way or the other. So I guess if she doesn't, he's going to tell you one way or the other. But you won't talk about a weasel. I mean, what a weasel. So uh, 
I mean, this is such an important issue that he should lose the election based on this right here, him not leveling with the American people right then and there should be done and over. And that, I mean, that, but, you know, his voters, they're going to vote for him regardless of what happens next and regardless. And then there was another point. I can't find the video of it right now. The other point he made or another comment he made in in the debate last night was that police brutality uh, that one just blew me away he he basically was saying that uh police should not shoot to kill they should aim for the leg you gotta be kidding me actually here's um uh the audio of it and and then, you know, he, he makes a comment about police de-escalation. And it's just it, asinine, asinine, his suggestion for, for um, what he thinks police officers should do. It's just absolutely asinine. We can do this. You can ban chokeholds. You can, but, you, but beyond that, you have to teach people how to de-escalate circumstances. De-escalate. So instead of anybody coming at you, and the first thing you do is shoot to kill. You shoot them in the leg. There's ways you have to do more background checks in terms of whether or not the person coming in passes certain psychological tests. And the last thing I'll say, and I'm sorry because it was really, I think, really, really important, is you have to be in a position where you are able to adapt. Identify, identify the things that have to change. And one of the things that has to change is so many cops get called into circumstances where somebody is mentally off, like what happened not long ago, that guy with the knife. That's why we have to provide within police departments psychologists and social workers to go out with the cops on those calls, those, some of those 911 calls, to de-escalate the circumstance to deal with talking them down but we can't cops are kind of like school teachers could he be any more moronic could could anyone say anything more moronic? so two things here one shoot him in the leg versus center mass that's that's dangerous that'll put the officers lives in danger but not you know joe doesn't care about that he just doesn't care i mean it, with him it's all about playing to the left or whatever i mean is he this stupid i mean he, I, i'm just wondering is he is he playing to his base or is he really just as stupid I can't tell. I mean, so let's unpack that just a bit. Anyone who goes through any type of training, firearms training, you are taught if you to if an aggressor is coming at you to shoot for center mass. And the reason is because that's a larger portion of your body. It's center mass is bigger target. It's all about the target. You try to shoot for the leg. And what if you miss? What if you only mooned them? I mean, it's absolutely the most asinine thing. I ever heard outside of his comment about having social workers on every call? Does he not? I mean, actually, I, he may not understand it, but does it, the people that are feeding them this line not understand the red tape and the, the problems there are with that? Let, let's unpack it just for a minute and we'll move on. Is One is you got to pay these social workers or psychiatrists or whatever. So there's additional funds. And then how do you have them on call? And then if, if, if something happens where the police are uh, called to, say, a domestic abuse uh, call, they've got to now 
find the social worker and or psychiatrist? What if they're not available? Do they not go on the call? And now if this is instituted, and let's say the social worker and or psychiatrist is not available, the police now, do they go on the call? Because if they go on the call and they act and something bad happens, the person attacks them, the police have to shoot them, they're going to get sued because they didn't wait for the social worker. Asinine, purely asinine. And then the whole thing, shoot them in the leg. You know, there's a big artery in the leg. If that gets punctured, you could bleed out like in like, what, less than a minute? But Joe, he doesn't care about this. Because for Joe, it's all about just play into the base. And this is red meat for the base. This is what they want. The base want red meat. And it, it's just Amen. ludicrous, just absolutely ludicrous. Now, I'm going to play one more clip. Uh, this is Biden. This is one I put together where Biden basically, uh, what I did, again, like I explained it earlier, is it's from him from the beginning to the end. Each time he interacts with the number of people that they had there to ask him questions. And you can see, listen, listen for it. And if you're watching this uh, on the YouTube, you'll see and you'll hear at the midway point what happens. And then looking forward, what would... The fact is that then if we had a vaccine, and if we had a vaccine, it's estimated by every major study done for about another 200, excuse me, Moody's did analysis of my... No, well, I got to get the things. It's about accumulating wealth. And there's very, you're behind an eight ball. The vast majority of people are called, man, two years. I go down the list of every, uh, but um, my reading online, what the, I uh, make it clear, I propose banning fracking. Well, you have Japan and, uh, and, and well, to be very honest with you, um, whether or not you are, uh, you're clear. And it's not, like it's, uh, it's, it's just decency to be able to determine whether or not you are, uh, you're clear. I mean, you can, you, if you watch the video, you can see right at the midway point. And if you listen to the audio, you can hear it right at the 45 minutes in to this hour and a half debate, or I'm sorry, town hall. He just starts to peter out. I mean, it's painfully obvious, but you didn't see anything like that on the mainstream media the following morning of these town halls, did you? Trump maintained his energy level throughout the whole thing, but Biden, Biden lost it. Now, there's another thing that was interesting about Biden's. Not one question regarding Hunter Biden, his son, and the Ukraine scandal that is blowing up. And there's more news I'm going to get to about that. Not one question about it. Not one. So, you know, people will make up their own minds whether or not these town halls were effective for Trump or these town hall, this town hall was effective for Biden. But either way you look at it, it it's, it's a travesty that Biden, who is clearly going through some cognitive declines, is leading in the polls. And and, and, then, and then, you know, I'll talk about that in just a second, but, you know, in the national polls, because he's not really leading in the battleground states. He's not trending right in the battleground states. But it's just, I think what's sad, where I'm getting at with this is how, I mean, what is wrong with people that they can't see this? He bumbles through and he, he messes up and he, and he lies. 
So when it came up to climate change, and we're talking about the Green New Deal, right? Uh, so Snuffleupolopolo started asking him questions about it, the climate plan, and calls it a crucial, you know, he basically backtracks on the Green New Deal. And well, let me, let me play this clip, and then uh, we'll move on from this segment here. And you can see where, I mean, Biden just flat out lies. And you said you don't you don't want to ban fracking. As you know, it's an important issue here in Pennsylvania. Not everyone buys your denial. A member of the Boilermakers Local 154, Sean Stephanie, was quoted in the New York Times today saying, you can't have it both ways. He says you can't meet your goal to end fossil fuels without ending fracking. What do you say to people like Sean who doubt your denial because they think you, you want to keep that promise? Well, tell them the Boilermakers overwhelmingly endorsed me, okay? So the Boilermakers unions endorsed me because I sat down with them and went in great detail with the leadership exactly what I would do. Number one. Number two, what I would do is I would stop making, I would stop giving tax breaks and subsidizing oil. We don't need to subsidize oil any longer. Number one, we should stop that and save billions of dollars over time. What I would also do with regard to, there's no, the difference between me and the new Green Deal, they say automatically by 2030, we're going to be carbon free. Not possible. So are you for it or against it? You say you're not for it, but in your website it says you call it a crucial framework. My, my, my deal is a crucial framework, but not the new Green Deal. The new Green Deal calls for elimination of all all non-renewable energy by 2030. You can't get there. You're going to need to be able to transition, George, to be able to transition to get to the place where we invest in new technologies that allow us to do things that get us to a place where we get to net zero emission, including in agriculture. I've laid out a detailed plan. We should be taking the plan where we allow significant more land to be put in conservation, play in deep-rooted plants which absorb carbon from the air, and in fact pay farmers to do it. We can do things like pelletize all the chicken manure and all the horse manure and cow manure and they can be and take out the, uh, the, the methane and use it as fertilizer and make a lot of money doing it. For example, right now down in, in and uh, people when I say that they wonder what I'm talking about. The biggest carbon sink in the world is. So Joel just flat out lies. A couple of lies there. One is he has said he wants to ban fracking. So if you think he's not going to take action to ban fracking. I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn, right? He has said that. And then the second, the big lie, this is the big lie in that clip, is the Boilermakers, they overwhelmingly support Trump. They actually have endorsed Trump. Joe Biden just flat out lied. But I often wonder, is Joe Biden lying or does he just not remember these things? I'm starting to believe he just does not remember these things. So, so that's your... Um, your town halls yesterday, in summation, Biden did not do as well as the left and the pundits think he did. He simply did not. He did show his cognitive decline. His energy level was obvious what happened midway, halfway through. He crashed and burned. I mean, he just crashed and burned. He lied throughout. And I challenge, where's the Trump lies in these things? I know CNN's trying to do a fact check, but, you know, um, Trump is pretty forceful, and he had to fight back because he is up against a very combative and distrustful and aggressive media. So uh, I think Trump did fantastic in the town hall, and I look forward to the debates that are going to actually happen. The next debate is October 22nd, so next Thursday. These two are going to come together, and that is going to be an incredible 
debate, in my opinion. I think it'll be way better than the first one. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I cannot wait to see these two act in the same room. And will Trump give Joe enough room to hang himself? Is Trump going to continue? Remember the strategy here for Trump is to get Biden to say stuff that disenfranchises his base. And remember the strategy for Biden is to get Trump to say stuff that basically makes it seem orange man bad. So that's what you can look for in the next debate as these two men employ their strategies. But uh, I think, I think Trump did a phenomenal job. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to this part of the PBL podcast. Please visit our website, thepblpodcast.com and click on our YouTube link and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. The tech giants are trying to shut us up. As I've mentioned, I'm still shadow banned on Twitter. I got another community violation just the other day. Uh, t- uh, Right now with YouTube, our channel is growing, and I need your help to continue that. So please click on our link, go to our YouTube channel. It is Politics and Brown Liquor, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I am putting these shows on YouTube, so if you want to watch it as well, and all the videos that I referenced will be on the in that show, that video of YouTube. And then plus, I put some other things out occasionally. All of my TikTok videos go up on there too, so you don't have to you know, be spied on by the evil communist Chinese. And please do catch us on our next segment. I'm going to talk about the Ukraine scandal that continues, continues to blow up. There's some uh, big, big, big news coming out of that. And I think that's going to continue to drip, 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 drip. Thanks for listening to this part of the PBO podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor.